This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! It is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. Jack, I hate this team. I'm so angry right now. You can't beat the Marlins? You can't beat the Marlins ever? What is it about the Miami freaking Marlins that owns the Philadelphia Phillies soul? Like, fire Matt Clentac. I'm so done with this. I'm so tired of everything. How are you, Jack? Well, the good thing is, is that they didn't play yesterday. So they... Is that what we're going with? They really, if you think about it, they really only lost, uh, what, they went two, two for uh, Five two of four. seven, Jack. There's no official positions on games not happening with this one. Like, I'm so pissed, man. Like, they gave us 10 of 11, and it's like, oh, they're good. They're a good team. They're not a good team. And I know they're beat up, and we'll get into all the injuries and all that, like, and all that sucks. But, like, any, and, and it was the thing that, that I said the whole along is, like, this bullpen, it, you can't have a good baseball team. Like, you just can't have a good baseball team if that's your bullpen. You just can't. It will always come back to bite you. This team is just poorly constructed. And when you look at, not just poorly constructed now, but but for the future, and, and, and it is highlighted when we watch Sixto freaking Sanchez just do his thing against the Phillies. And it's like, oh... Awesome. Awesome. Yup. Of course, that guy's going to be a generational pitcher. Like, sure. Yup. And JT's going to leave after the season. And it's just, it's all bad, Jack. The only good thing we have on the horizon is the day Matt Clentac is walking out those doors with a Wawa bag in his hand. So it sounds like you're handling it well. I'm so mad, dude. I'm so mad. I'm annoyed. I'm mad. Philly sports in general sucks right now. And the Phillies are just breaking my heart, man, because they were supposed to be good. Well, they are good. Good, like they're they're oh, a good they're a good they're a good baseball team with a terrible no, bullpen. No, they're, no, they're, no, they're, 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 they're an okay baseball team. They've got a good no. lineup. They've got solid starting pitching with some high end, uh, you know, guys. Right, and they have a, a historically bad bullpen. I'm yeah. sorry that that brings down the rest of the team. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't. You can't say they're a good baseball team. Like they're a 500 baseball team, Jack. They're 500. They're 23 and 23. 
They just lost five of seven to the Marlins. The Marlins are ahead of them. Like, we can't let them off the hook for this. It's not okay. Well, I don't I don't think it's okay. I, I just don't know. I don't know what you want. I don't know what you. What else you want me to do? I mean, can you that, fire Matt Glintock? Do you have I, that power? Like, honestly, like, why do you even let him in the building? Like, what, what, <laughs> dude, <laughs> tell me about it, man. Well, like, seriously, like, what, 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 what could you possibly be looking for in the next couple of weeks that could, like, I don't know, change your, change your mind at all? Like, I don't know. It's just, yeah, listen to the Marlins sucks, and, and I, and I think that the thing that bothers me the most, I guess, is it, it, if it looked like last September and it looked like the September before that. And it looked like a team that just kind of gave up and I didn't see any fight from them. You know, this is what I, I don't want to put it all on Bryce, but you know, Bryce does set the tone in a way for this team. And he's been kind of acting out a little bit, uh, since he's kind of struggled down here at the stretch. And I I just worry that the rest of the team's kind of taking on that, that, that mentality. And I haven't seen much resiliency. You know, they, it was nice that they bounced back and um, well smoked them eleven nothing in game one on Friday after the just like Thursday night. Like thank God we didn't do a podcast that night because I was in a I was in a really really dark place. I um, mean that was just another gut punch. I mean you and I talked about this where Jack came into work the next day on Friday and we both had for some reason both of us watching that game on Thursday up six to three. We're like you know what. We got this. We're, we're going to win this game. For some reason, both of us had that reaction instead of being like, of course they're going to blow it. Of course they're going to blow it. We should know they're going to blow it. I feel no. like an idiot for not thinking they were going to blow it. No, that game that game was a stone win. Like uh, Even with this bullpen, that game was a stone win. And I, it was like, I guess... <sighs> I guess it. I guess it didn't feel like they lost five of seven because they had the offensive outpourings, and then I guess yesterday because the Eagles are so bad that it, like it, it it didn't really set in that they lost twice, and then today just lifeless again. And like I re- I'm pretty disappointed in Joe Girardi, and you know he can't do much about the injuries, um, but. What I thought the difference between between him and Kapler, and I, I never bought into the never bought into the mindset of uh, you know Kapler was holding back like a ninety plus win baseball team last year, but the the effort from last year's Phillies and and even eighteen was something that was really really disappointing, and for that to be back under Joe Girardi is surprising and equally as disappointing as as last year's September, um, you know, and I I don't. Maybe it's the guys on the team. Maybe they don't have the right mix of guys that can kind of, you know, play with their their back against the wall. Um, maybe JT not being out there hurts them. But um, I don't know. It, it, I thought I thought it would be different in, in September. And the the team that I saw these last two days was the exact same team that I saw um, uh, at the end of September last year. Yeah, they scored four runs over the last three games of the series. I mean. They just, like you said, Jack, showed no fight at all, and they win that game 11 nothing. then come out in the second game of that. And for some reason, this team is, is immune to winning two games of a, a doubleheader. They just 
and winning games in doubleheaders to begin with, they have been horrendous in seven inning games. Are they three and three and nine? Yeah, we thought that was going to be such a bonus for this team. Um, And granted, to be fair, I mean, the moment we heard it was a bullpen game, I don't think there's anyone on the planet who's a Phillies fan who didn't think they were going to lose that game. I was shocked they only gave up five runs in a bullpen game. And obviously, um, you know, it was what it was, but. Come back the next day, win 12-6. You know, the bats get going again. Granted, it was a little closer, and they, they pull away in the 7th or 8th or whatever it was. Um, but then to show up on Sunday, you're tied 2-2 in the series. You have a chance to win the series that day. If nothing else, you have a chance to to continue to string it out to the end and get a chance to win the series again. And they lose both, and they don't show any fight in either. Again, two runs the whole day. Um, you know, it's just... It's it's they're disappointing, man. It was a really and I don't know what it is. I mean, the Marlins are not that good. I mean, look, the Marlins are, are clearly better than a lot of people thought, and it's still a, a small sample size comparative to a, a large season, obviously. But um, you know, the Marte trade was a good trade. That guy's a great player. Um, but I mean, they're not as talented as the Phillies. They're just not, and it's just. You know, it's like you said, it's just incredibly disappointing to see this team go down there and just show no fight. And again today, I mean, today especially, you've already lost the series. You're down a half game on the Marlins, and you just show up and show nothing. I mean, they had no life today. None. I know they didn't have Hoskins. I know they didn't have Romuto. It's a beat-up lineup. But, man, they showed no fight at all today. Yeah, and I wonder... I wonder if they look looked at the injuries or they heard about the injuries and it kind of just dampened their spirits a little bit. They just look they look sad. Like yeah, they, flat, they, flat, uninterested, like you said before. They they just yeah. I mean, and I, and I know the Marlins aren't as good on paper as the Phillies, but I don't know. Like that staff's good. They definitely have some. They actually have a bullpen. I mean. They've turned Brad Boxberger into a guy that's under has a guy, a ERA under two. But how uh, sad is that? How yeah. sad is that? The Marlins, a team that's – I mean, I, I haven't looked, but I'm sure their payroll is like an eighth of what the Phillies is, if that, something like that, you know. And, and they're rolling out a bullpen they can get out. I mean, that's embarrassing. This is embarrassing when we well, see it across baseball, all these teams that have no money to spend and yet somehow find a way to build a competent and in many cases – really good major league bullpen it's it's embarrassing it is embarrassing yeah. well it, it just uh, he, another indictment of good old uh good old mac lensack but um yeah like like i was just looking it up um you know they signed they signed brandon kinsler who hasn't been great for the last couple of years um he's been on some 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 good bullpens but he hasn't been the main piece of them uh since like the twins i don't know a couple like three years ago he's turned into a really good pitcher for them uh, Broxberger, who was terrible for the last two or three years. I think I owned him in fantasy two years ago. And once you're bad for me in fantasy, you're kind of just always bad. Um, <laughs> like I still haven't forgiven Ian Desmond. I've already took him like way too high, like, like five years ago. But, um, uh, but it, the, the, the one that comes back and just drives me nuts is, is a guy like Yimi Garcia, who they signed for $1 million, like $1.1 million. And, he's nasty and if you looked at his baseball savant page and he looked at all the stuff with the, the advanced numbers on like if i can if i can look up on my freaking laptop if i can look up on baseball savant see where your number or see where your your advanced stats are your peripherals watch some video of you and say this guy could probably get out to the major league bullpen but 
like wh- like again, what is Maclantac doing? I mean, it's one million dollars. Like that's that's a good return on investment. Meanwhile, he's down in, in Miami and he just allowed his first earned run of the season. Like again, this is this is you don't have to spend big money on bullpen pieces to have a competent bullpen. David Phelps, who has been shockingly terrible for this like, team, horrendous. It's I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, he's been good for like close to two years or something. Like. And and he can't get outs, Jack. He gives up a home run every time he pitches. It feels like I want to know. I want to know who 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 in that department keeps calling for cutters away to righties, like that just it plays right into a a, a right hander swing path, uh, like like freaking Workman does it. He does it. Tommy Hunter was doing it, and he's he's since stopped, and he's been pretty good. Like who the hell's well, telling these guys? Connor's had a couple horrendous I know, outings. I know, I know, but dude, I mean, for this bullpen, he's oh, come on, Mariano. They're all so bad, Jack. How is it? How is it they're all so bad? And we traded minor leaguers and gave away better prospects to stay under the luxury tax, and it's it's just as bad. I mean, this pen isn't better. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. There's, I'm sorry. I'm there's, so. I'm there's so, just, I, I'm so angry about this stupid bullpen that, that again, again, if it had just been even slightly below major league average, like I'm not even asking for a good bullpen, slightly below major league average and not historically awful. And you're, you're five wins better right now. Like it's crazy. It's definitely crazy. And like, it's it's again it shouldn't be that hard to fix it's literally the only real major hole on the team outside of finding one more starter um yeah it's it's awful and i think the thing that hurts them not hurts but like at least at least bring up some of the young kids and and see if they can help you out i mean these guys can't get out at a major league level like they legitimately can't brandon workman like brandon workman is I, I hate him. I, I straight up I hate him. I, I can't I can't watch him. I his mechanics are terrible. I can't take any more bleep eighty nine mile an hour spinning uh, cutters. I hate it's, them all. I mean every uh, time dude. whether it's Workman, whether it's Heath Embry. Oh, uh, I hate him. You know what's funny is David Hale's the one getting the most outs, which is and he's and not he's, pitching that often. And he, stinks. he stinks. Every time one of those guys walked out to the I don't know what they look like because every time they walk out from the the you know onto the mound, I just see Matt Clentac's face on their bodies. So I, I don't even know what their faces look like. I just see Clentac. Well, don't don't keep the kids up tonight. I mean, like everyone listening to this podcast mm-hmm. is probably gonna start listening around ten, and now you're gonna have a, 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 a the vision of Matt Clentac. Like like literally, Hector oh, Neris. Well, if you're not seeing Matt Clentac yeah. in nightmares already, I don't I don't know what to tell you. Hector Neris is is still the best reliever in the team, and and for some reason. For some reason, Joe just went away from him for like ten days. I understand he's struggling. I, my guess is he's the new closer because, like, well, he is. I mean, I mean, Girardi said that, and then Workman came in in that game, and they didn't have a save situation, and they still obviously have not had one, and we haven't seen Naris. So my guess is he moved Naris back to the closer role. That's why I kind of read that. But uh, well, look, how- I'm with. Do you need? Dude, anyone you can get you some outs at this point in these spots. You just need to, to get freaking outs. I mean, roles don't even matter. Uh, just just. 
like you said, I mean, I would bring up anybody. I, it can't be worse. Like it can't. Well, look at JoJo. Be worse. I mean, look at JoJo. I mean, JoJo yeah. came up and he's turned into a, a good bullpen. JoJo piece. and Blake Parker are the two guys I feel most confident when they come in. And I mean, Hector, I'm starting to get back there. Like, how ridiculous is that? <laughs> well, Blake Parker, to his credit, was a member of the fourth lowest second half bullpen array. <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's <laughs> in true. baseball last year, right. so. Yeah, meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, another Where's favorite. Mike Morham when you need him? Huh? Where's that 64-mile-per-hour curveball? Yeah. Can, I, can I get that? Um, and apparently Drew Smiley was hitting 96 the other I night. I saw so. that, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, I can't wait. You know what I can't wait for? I can't when wait. When the Giants beat the Phillies out for the playoffs. Yeah. Well, that too. Oh, that's going to happen. I mean, that's that's oh, the lock of the century. Buddy. I can't wait for the overcorrection this offseason when they just start throwing money at everyone. I mean, just to try to fix this bullpen. I mean, I love Liam. I, I love Liam Hendricks, but like, I can tell. Middleton's a fraud right now to me. Like, I don't know. I don't. I don't trust them to do anything. I mean, throw around money. Like, they they might be cheap. He might just try and rebuild. Who the hell knows what he's gonna do? I don't know. This he's such a disaster. Like it's such a organizational disaster. Like this is an organizational failure. Like you've talked about so many times you've talked about how this is the window, right? Like JT Bryce, this is the window. Cause look, we all know they have absolutely nothing on the horizon. Like nothing. They've brought up Bohm. They brought up Howard. Like they've got little to nothing on the horizon to look forward to. So at this point it's like, all right, well, well lean into this group of guys and, I mean, at this point, like, who the hell knows if JT's going to be back? Who the, like, I'm just, I don't know. I, I, I feel like the Phillies have, have put themselves in a really bad position. Like, I'm not optimistic about them as an organization right now and moving forward. Like, can they figure this out this offseason by firing Matt Clintac and trying to build around Harper and re-signing Romito? Absolutely. That can, of course, happen. But, like, as long as Matt Clintac and John Middleton are the two people and, you know, I'm not even going to mention Andy McPhail because, you know, who, who the hell knows? if We haven't seen or heard from him. Who the hell knows what his deal is? But, like, when, when John Middleton and Matt Clintock are the two guys steering your franchise, I think you're screwed. Like, just on a holistic level, I think you're screwed. So, until one of those two things changes, and one of them ain't changing, I'm not going to feel good. <laughs> Boy. Uh, I've been pretty consistent on this. Until Clintock's gone, I think this team is is – they will never be a true successful major yeah. baseball team until contacts go, and they just won't. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I can't wait to do the 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 GM search podcast. I mean, there there's only so many things getting me through the day. Um, you I'm know. more excited for the Clintac got fired pod than I was to do the Bryce we got Bryce pod. Are you gonna right. Are you gonna give a bigger yo for that? Oh, one? wait, but it might be the biggest. It will be the biggest yo actually. I mean, because think be, about it. It's think the about, most like, important thing. It's um, no offense to Bryce, who I love. Getting rid of Clintac is way more important. Yeah, well, that because that's building a whole team. It's not of just course. shelling out all kinds of. And first off, that wasn't even Clintac, whatever. But yeah, well, it wasn't. Um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So listen, there's gonna be a there might be a we might have a socially distant parade down uh, <laughs> <laughs> down Broad Street the day that Clintac's fired. Because like you know you, you see these you see these things that little that these little moves that teams are doing and. And it's just it's just infuriating, and he has no idea what to look for. I lit. I you you mentioned this whatever a couple of podcasts ago. That you don't think he watches baseball? Like, there's no way he watches baseball. <laughs> like, there's just there's just no way. Like he has no foresight, none of that. Like there's just there's just nothing. And he's brought in some smart people. He's brought in O Chart. 
he's been incorporated with driveline. They've done some things uh, well. Barber looks, you know, I think it was a good hire. Yeah, yeah. All this is good stuff. Uh, it's just, and I think the foundation's there for a good team, but I can't wait to get someone in there that knows what the hell they're doing. And he's just so, he's just so not it. He's just, he couldn't be more not it. Well, uh, again, like, just look, if you just want to take this season as a microcosm, he thought they could get by with that bullpen, counted on Sir Anthony, all the mistakes he made along the way, and then upon realizing that not only could they not get by with that bullpen, but, oh, that bullpen is historically bad, he made moves to try and fix that bullpen, and every single one of those moves has been an out-and-out failure so far. So, like, I mean, just this season alone, like, he he has done a horrendous job alone in this small sample of what has been a horrendous job as a general manager on the whole. Yeah, I mean, he traded Pavetta away. I mean, that's that's grounds for a firing right there. They failed Nick Pavetta, and he's gone. So, Do you think Sixto will thank him in his Hall of Fame speech, say, I'd like to thank Matt Clentak for trading me and giving me that fuel to, you know, to outdo Pedro Martinez and yeah. to finally, you know, take my place alongside him as the greater of the two, mm. a, a two-time Marlins World Series winning six-time Cy Young Award winner, Sixto Sanchez. Would you redo the trade? <laughs> yeah, oh, in a second. I, I did, Is that, like, in a heartbeat, in a in a millisecond. I couldn't drive JT to Florida quick enough. No no offense, JT. It, in a second. he can, I will give him a ride. I will take JT in my Mini Cooper. He can hop on in. It might be a bit of a cramp ride, but we'll drive all the way down to Florida if I could bring Sixto back with me. Do you know what you talk about? Uh, with JT, I don't think we're – I don't think we'd have a lot to talk about. You don't think so? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think JT and I have too much in common. You think, you think he's quiet? Baseball. I'll just ask baseball questions. Yeah, well, it seems like we can talk about that. But, yeah, yeah I mean, like, I wonder if – I wonder if uh, Klentak, well, we're not sure he watched the game yesterday, but I wonder if he was watching the game, if he, like, had a, a bed sheet over his eyes, like, scared, just seeing what Sixto, <laughs> seeing what Sixto was doing. I mean, Sixto, Sixto is, is just another, another level. He, he's, like, he's not what most rookie pitchers, I would say, no. look are, it's are like, like. It's like immediate, it's one of those things where, like, you know, when you could just, just immediately tell someone has it or not. Like it is immediate with Sixto. You're like, oh, oh, he's different. I get it. And I didn't even think he had like his A stuff. No, it was his. Might have been his worst start since coming up. <laughs> super, super. <laughs> it's great. I mean, honestly, it the so we entered into the series. Obviously, like hopeful, they wouldn't completely bleed the bed, but um, it ended up being so much worse. And because not only did they <laughs> what a, what did, a classic Phillies thing right there. Not only not only did they lose, they looked lifeless and half the teams hurt. And it, it's just like wow, nine of ten to ten and 11, ten of eleven, and now it's they've lost seven of eleven since then. I think. Uh, I think that's correct. Yeah. 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 And now Hoskins is on the the IO. So, yeah. Let Let's get into those real quick. So Hoskins, the it, JT, it looks like is day to day with the hip thing. 
Um, hopefully he'll be back soon. That's obviously huge. But now, now, did he did he get the hip injury driving in your Mini Cooper down to Florida? It, it certainly wouldn't help the injury. Yeah, I'll tell you that much, Jack. He's a big uh, guy. He's a big guy. Yeah, I don't think it would be a great ride for him. But I'm great company, so I think you know he'd enjoy himself. He he would he would come out of that ride really. You know what? I like that guy. Um, but uh, um, I got so excited with that I lost my point. No, uh, Reese Hoskins, um, uh, forearm injury. Uh, obviously, you're slightly less worried when you see a forearm injury for a first baseman than if it were, I don't know, your starting pitcher or something. Mm-hmm. But um, not ideal. Uh, on the 10 day injured list, uh, Girardi wouldn't rule him out for the season or anything like that. But I mean, sure, just take the guy who's been the best hitter on the team for the last month and sit him down. That's great. Awesome. Well, at least we can stop with the whole, uh, do you still believe in Reese conversation? Do you remember, like, like the conversation around Reese is like, he's oh, the worst. Oh, it got dark. I mean, it was like there's Don Brown, there's Tommy Joseph. Well, look, he was really bad. I and know, I, it, it was I way know. too far, but he was really bad for a while. But yes, it got, it got dark. Yeah, it was definitely not good. But hey, you know, I'm, I, I, I am glad Reese is back. You know, because like, there's just a well, special. He was our guy. We always talked about that. I know, and it's just a special connection when it's a home homegrown guy. Like it just, it just feels cool. Um, yeah, and we so, haven't gotten many of those under yeah, this regime. And, so. Yeah, I mean, that's why I like Bohm. I mean, just Bohm. Uh, yeah. Uh, we should just like should we, one, should, we should just talk about we really should have just spent this whole podcast talking about like Bohm and it would be a much happier positive sh- podcast should we should we rename the podcast like Bohm hopes or, <laughs> or something something like that i mean i mean it's all on his shoulders though. he he literally he's been unjinxable you know i, I i've just I, I thought i could jinx anyone but he's so good that uh if he's even he's even outlasted that it's just you don't see that kind of uh, resolve for most athletes. Oh, is it- a few can withstand yeah. Fritz Jinx. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, Nick Pavetta is yeah. going to flourish in Boston yep. as a result of getting away from it, you know? So I know. I mean, it's, you know, it, it really did. You're right. See, that's the important thing. I would, when I think about Alec Bohm, I think about, you know, for a 24 year old to be doing what he's doing with his first taste of the majors and to do it so confidently and, um, and and passing the eye test so clearly and, and just to so clearly be such a savant as a hitter and to do it in the clutches of situation and to be unflappable or not. But, but I should have really thought the biggest point of it all is he has withstood you, which is far more <laughs> impressive than anything else he has done as a 24-year-old in Major League Baseball. That's how you know a player special. I mean, <laughs> that's how you know. It's, it, so... I've been I've been squatting on this for for a oh, couple. Oh, buddy, it's always a good leader when you do that. <laughs> I mean, he, he's the best offensive player on the team, and I don't I don't care if Harper's hot. I don't care if Realmuto's hot. I don't care if Hoskins is hot. I would take Alec Bohm over every single one of them. I I would for for this year, next year, next ten years, give me Bohm. Give me Bohm. He is he is my kind of hitter. Doesn't yeah, well, I, I, I think he's definitely the best pure hitter of the group. I don't think there's any question. Already, just, he's just it's just uh it's it's legitimate pop to right field. Doesn't strike out like just consistently barrels up the baseball. And again, some guys just have it in the clutch, and some guys don't. He has it. Oh, JC he so doesn't. Has it. 
Like, like it's just I always think he's going to come through, and I think pitchers hate pitching to him because he doesn't really have a weakness besides, like, really hard in. Like, he has, like, a little hole in the top right of his swing, um, but that's just a hard spot to consistently hit. Um, he is so good. And actually, I know I put high hopes on a lot of players, and they never live up to it. <laughs> I feel like I downplayed how good Alec Bohm was. And I know I threw out Rendon comparisons. And, and I, I said 280 to 325, 30 home run guy. I might have downplayed it. Like I, I, I don't, I don't think I gave Alec Bohm the proper level. So you're of, saying Hall of Fame, Jack? Is what you're trying I to I don't, get I don't just, know. Just I, say it. Just I say actually it. don't think he'll be a Hall of Famer. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm he kidding. seems like he seems like a guy that's just gonna be good for like 15 years. Yeah, and look, gonna, I, I think he's gonna. I mean, he's the type of player. Who legitimately, it feels like he could threaten for a batting title. Like he feels like that type of player, or, um, you know, who can be a. a top 10 MVP type guy, you know, just on his bat alone. The the defense is, is so bad. That's why I'm not saying an MVP but, winning type guy, but, but here, I mean, here, here's the thing with this defense is that it's gotten slowly better. And with how hard he works, I think he could become at least serviceable there. I don't know if it's ever going to, it's never going to be, you're never going to feel great. He's just right? too big. It just is. He could, it just looks awkward. You know, it, does. it looks like it's awkward for him. It, you know? it, it does. But I'll just again I'll I'll bet on the work ethic to kind of kind of at least make him serviceable. It, yeah, it has, I just I don't, don't know if physically he'll be able to really do it, but it's possible. It's and maybe possible. not. And maybe not for like you know ten years. Like maybe it's like a two or three year thing. But you know, one of the things that we kind of built this podcast on and always dreamed on was like playoff Nola and mm-hmm. how it's it's all we thought about was like getting play, uh, Aaron Nolan a playoff start. And mm-hmm. believe it or not, still want that to happen uh, because I, Dude, I, I, know. I still I know. think he's going to be a monster in the I playoffs. Do too. I, do I mean, too. it's a shame that we're not really going to be able to talk about his almost no hitter on, what is it? Saturday. <laughs> I, know. I know. I, I, what I will say Sunday. is shout out no. to Aaron Nola who when asked about his first career quote-unquote complete game said that he was not counting it because it was seven innings. Correct answer, Aaron. Well done, sir. Appreciate you for that. Now, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But how can it be called? uh, How can it be in the book as a complete game but doesn't count as like a no-hitter? Well, no. Wait, it does count as no-hitter. No, 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 it doesn't. No way, really? I no, thought it, it did. does not. It does not. They talked about it in the broadcast. They were like, oh, they were like, I thought it did. I didn't realize. And no, it should. It should count. I mean, it should. Everyone should know it was a seven eight no hitter, and like we understand that. But like, uh, it should count as no hitter if it's a full yeah. game. What the hell's that? Like, literally, would not have counted. Even if you threw a no hitter, it technically weird. would not have that's counted weird. as a no hitter. But we we've talked about playoff Nola and how we think that when he gets there, he just seems like a guy that is so calm all the time. Like we just see him shoving in a, in a playoff scenario. Rally Towel's going, Citizens Bank Park going crazy, and there's Aaron Nola on his like seventh inning, and he's into the seventh, and he's facing like the eight hole hitter, and throws a two seamer on the outside corner, freezes him, goes to the dugout, big rally by the Phils, they go on a run, right? Like we both had that vision when waking up in the middle of the night, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. like 
I can't wait for playoff Alec Bohm. Like he just, oh, he's so he, in. Like he just, he just seems like he's gonna get that back-breaking hit every single time, you know. And and by the end, the 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 opposing team fans are gonna be like tweeting all salty and calling sports radio stations like, oh, we can't get Alec Bohm out. Like figure it out. He's a Philly. He's a he's a blank team killer, you know. You know, it's about freaking time we get one of those guys. He's gonna be our Freddie Freeman. You know, give me, let me have a Freddie Freeman. I love that day. Let me have a Freddie freaking Freeman for once. So good, man. Freddie Freeman's so good. Oh, and he's like such a good dude too. That it 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 makes even worse. It just seems like a good guy. Like it's just ah, what a monster (laughs) that guy is. Just just such a good hitter. I feel like like, I feel like we never get him out ever. And I know we do, but I feel like we never get him out. No, but even when they get him out, it's like a, it's like a, you just missed a uh, 450 foot uh, over. He's the worst. He's the best, but he's the worst. He's like yeah. a, he's like a, he's like a six four Utley man. It's like, what is this? What what is Freddie Freeman? I like this. Look, can we have our own Freddie Freeman, please? Yeah, I mean, we had to go through Rendon and and Freeman. I mean, Freeman's been here since what 06? I mean. It was Freeman's been on the Braves. Yeah, and we're for, gonna, we're gonna have Soto here for a long time. We're gonna yeah, have yeah, yeah. here for a long time. Can we have our guy? Can we Could just have we? one? Could we? Please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Reese thing, though, like in terms of just like the, I mean, hopefully we get JT back. We can't speculate too much. And also we'll get to Howard in a sec, but the Reese thing, like, I don't know. It just feels like that's a a pretty damn big loss for me right now for this team. Oh, I mean, he's been there. He's been their sec- guy. Like he's been yeah. like, it's, it, I just, We've been so excited about this offense, and that's a that's a killer. What do you think about the Spencer Howard injury? There is absolutely no reason I think we're going to see him again this season. I would think you would agree. I, I, are you like me, where you're far more worried about next season at this point than than just the rest of this season? Uh, give me one more loss like today, and I, I'll be begging for Spencer Howard to get back out there. <laughs> I'll be saying, I'll be no, saying. No, I mean though with the shoulders. I know. I know. I'm not. I not. Take it. Take take what I say with a grain of salt. It's just that I really hate watching Vince Velasquez. Pitch. I know, man. I know. <laughs> like I if know. my if, if if you're telling me it's it's Vince or like maybe a left-handed Spencer Howard, I'll take left-handed Spence. <laughs> like seriously. Like That's fair. Can we have fair. a new? Can we have a new high hopes rule? Uh, that I'm just springing on you now. Well, please. Not taking this team seriously till Vince Velasquez no longer is given a key card or like an ability. A, dude, I think that's a fair, fair rule. I guess. Like, like if there... you could, all right, if you could choose, like, all right, no longer allowed to physically walk through the building. Clentac or Clentac. Velasquez? I don't need to hear anyone else. It's Clentac. It's Clentac. It's Clentac. It's Clentac. It's Clentac. It's Clentac. <laughs> How about this? I would sign Vinny to a five-year extension if it meant Clentac was gone. No, 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 get out the door, Matt. I honestly, I thought about not, I, I might just, maybe I'll just, no, I won't watch Velasquez starts anymore. I just, I, I will literally, I'll, I'll tune in when they're down for nothing. Like I'll, <laughs> I'd rather watch the bullpen. I swear I'd rather watch the bullpen. I don't know if well, I mean that. I don't know if I mean that. I don't think a sentence that has never meaningfully been said by any Phillies fan ever. I'd rather watch the bullpen than anyone, Jack. Uh, I'd rather watch the Eagles offensive uh, line. Well, it's funny because you and I <laughs> tweeted very similar things at the same time, but it did feel like at watching that 
Eagles game fall apart yesterday. It was like anyone who's been watching the Phillies all season is like, yep, I know this. This feels super familiar. <laughs> like, it's just like, yep. Dude, that's why I like wasn't that mad about the Eagles. Me too. Game. <laughs> Me too, Jack. Honestly, like I should have been so much more mad, but I literally was like, I know this. I know this. I watch this every night. Every day. This was like, my like, life. I honestly I felt bad for the people that like only watch the Eagles. Because <laughs> like I experienced that on <laughs> three times a week. Yep. I mean, the the game on Thursday was basically what that what what the, the Eagles the Washington game yep. was. And that was like and we've had like six of those this season with the Phillies. Dude. Whatever. I just whatever. Uh, 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 um <laughs> All right, I don't have too much more. To, I'm sure you got some notebacks, but I don't really have too much more to say. They they got the Mets coming to town, then Toronto after that. I mean, look, it's they're they're like we talked last time we talked. We're like, oh, they're definitely a playoff team. They're definitely a playoff team because it really felt like they were definitely a playoff team. Well, guess what? Right now, they're not definitely a playoff team anymore. Like they have to they have to secure it. Like they have to like they're a playoff team as of this exact moment, but it's not as comfortable as it was before. Like they need to win games, and they got. The Mets, they got Toronto. Toronto's a good baseball team. They're going to be a playoff team this year. Like, the Mets are still the Mets, who still give the Phillies trouble. Um, I don't know. Where you at? Where you at? Well, right now, it's it's hard, you know, it's it's hard to, to fully buy in on a, a playoff talk because they're so banged up. I mean, if no if no more Howard, you're, you're banking on – I mean – can the whole Wheeler thing is just insane? I oh mean, my god, dude! Uh, can, can we hire someone to put his pants on for him? Is that can we add that to make it a hundred and twenty million instead of hundred and eighteen million and give someone two million to be his pant putter on her? What are, what are we doing, Jack? Well, all I gotta say is this: you can take the player out of the Mets, but he can't take the Mets <laughs> out of the player. Well, the Mets just got sold to Steve Cohen, so I'm, uh, I'm nervous that might change, my friend. I am so I, I try not to think about about Stephen Cohen. Like, no, no, I know, like billionaires. I they've been billionaires for a reason. They don't lose money. Um, so I, I don't think he's. I think this whole idea that he's going to come in and just buy the whole league and luxury tax be damned is going to is not really going to happen. But I've also watched like four seasons of Billions, and he's based off the guy from Billions, so that terrifies me a lot. Um, and also, look, he's a Mets fan. He's going to be competitive. He's going to want to win. And, oh, by the way, he immediately becomes the richest owner in Major League Baseball. Like, he does have more disposable income than anybody else in the league. Literally. Literally anybody else in the league. So, oh, you know. And, and it's it, the New York Mets. Like, look, if nothing else, they're not going to be worse than the Wilpons, who've run them like a budget store for the last 20 years. Like, yeah, like this is this is empirically any way you want to slice it, not a good thing for Phillies fans. Did he also uh, wrestle at the Harvard School and uh, you know want to get his bleeping trophy back or die trying? I mean, it literally sounds like you just described. I actually believe he is a potted plant in the corner. Yes. Oh no, he's yeah. not. He's no. Not. Okay. No. Sorry. My bad. No. I get confused. No. But he's a. That's uh, the same BS we were told about cigar man. You know, like, oh, he bleeds Philly. He's just like us. He's just yeah, like us. This guy, this guy has uh, like uh, 8 billion or 9 billion more than Cigar Man. So 10 yeah. billion more. I mean, come on. Well, He's Cigar like, Man. He could C- buy and sell Cigar Man three times over. <laughs> 
Well, cigar man better pay JT. So, or else, or else this whole thing is gonna. Ah, Jack, Jack, if JT walks and they traded Sixto and JT walks, like man, buddy, 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 I, I, this is not meant to be taken with the grain of salt. This is the God's honest truth. It would be the equivalent or worse than letting Reggie White leave. Like it would be, wow. you how about, did. How about, how about not even offering him a contract? Because that's what they did with Reggie White. Well, let's not do that again. But, yeah, but I mean, it not only like, you didn't have to lose a future Hall of Famer just to, to to move on from Reggie White. Like to to lose JT, the best catcher in baseball, who is finally starting to hit the ball again. Um, coupled with Sixto Sanchez, who again is a generational talent like it could realistically be the best pitcher in baseball for the next 10 years. Um, yeah. yeah. Like again, I mean, like his ceiling is high level hall of famer, like inner circle hall of famer. That's his ceiling. Like, I mean, just reality. Imagine how much fun we'd be having a six. That was still here. Oh, dude, I, I can't do it. I've already thought about it, especially like when you, and, and look again, I'm not the shoulder worries me. But, like, I'm not worried about Spencer Howard not looking as good as we hoped he would this year because, you know, he's young and it takes, you know, see it. We've talked about on this spot. Like, many, 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 many guys come up and struggle and then figure it out. But, like, when you look at what's happening with Sixto and then compare it to Howard, it really does just add, like, another little twist at the knife at the end there that, um yeah, it's well, – uh, not fun, and, man. And I was thinking about this week, like uh, a tra- I was going back and thinking about the trade. Like, how did they get so strong armed into having to put Sixto in the deal? Like, who was trading for JT Realmuto in March that was like that was going to beat an offer of Spencer Howard and Jorge Alfaro? Yeah, Matt Clentak. Yeah, he, like he he he's so he's so ugh, whatever. He's so dumb. Like he's just he's just so. Bad. He, the only thing he's good at is knowing if players have a market in free agency or not, and then being able to sign them to pretty good deals. Like that's pretty much all he's good at. But like, I don't understand how like Sixto had to be in the deal. Like, I don't. I don't. Like no one was making the trade. No one. No one was trading for JT last year. The talks were pretty much dead. And then the Phillies swooped in and. Like you were bidding, you're bidding against yourself. You could have just said, "Okay, Spencer Howard and uh, uh, Alfaro, go out there and beat it." And when you can't, come back to the table. Oh, buddy, <laughs> it's just uh, things are great. That's great, man. It's great. What do you got in your note bag? Uh, I'm tired. I'm tired of talking about the Phillies, Jack. That's where I don't know if I don't know if, uh, if anyone wants to hear this stuff, but I have a lot of it. Um, great. I, Lay I, it on I, me, buddy. I hate Garrett Cooper. I think I have an irrational hatred for Garrett Cooper. It's not that he killed them this weekend. It's like he's such a goober, and he complains about every single pitch. It's like a ball will be down the middle, and he'll like look back at the umpire and be like, "Oh, where was that blue?" You know, Garrett Cooper, like, first off, you suck. And I just, I have an irrational hatred for him. He's, he's a stone-cold goober. Um, I, Pedro Martinez, I have no more, like. He, we don't, not, I thought we were going to, like, yeah. No, but ah! it, I no longer recognize ah! him 
as a member of the 2009 Phillies after his tweet <laughs> yesterday. Uh, Hideki Matsui still loans him, um, mm. but whatever. Mm. Um, but, but who would you rather? Who would you rather make a start, Blake Parker or Vince Velasquez? Oh, Blake Parker. I mean, it's yeah. not, it, I, not a good question. Not. I mean, it's not a question. He's he's locked. He's straight up locked down. He's not. Blake Parker just gets out. Started started the year on uh, Sunday. Sure. Um. Bu- 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 oh, there's two cycle chances over the weekend, and I just I know I, I thought like, about you during both. Especially Kutch would have been such a fun one. Yeah. To have in the record books forever, but I know. So for those who don't know, uh, is it fair to say like your number one irrational thing that you hate? in Philly dumb is that David Bell is the last Philly with the cycle. Like, cause there's no reason to really hate it as much as you do, but like it actually bothers you. I hated David Bell. <laughs> I hated, hated David Bell. David Bell was so bad. He looked angry that he had to put on a uniform every single night. The guy was a stone cold loser. And the fact that he is the last Philly to hit for the cycle, which happened in 2004, it's like they want to keep it alive just to drive me nuts. I want David Bell's name eradicated from the record books. I don't even want to remember the David Bell era. He was the worst. And the fact that like his little footprint, when he was here for like two years is still attached to this organization is so annoying. Just can someone hit for the freaking cycle? So like it the only thing that's that would have been worse than David freaking Bell leading this team or being the last Philly to hit for the cycle is if like Wes Helms was the last Philly to hit for the cycle. My two least favorite Phillies by far, they both sucked and can just someone hit for the cycle? I can't take it anymore. Yeah. Okay. Irrational. I like it. Yeah. It's the worst. My Siri agreed with it. It's like, I'm mad about this too. It should be. Um, Ronald Torres is the first Philly to wear number 74 since. Oh, man. No idea. <laughs> Ugir Pena. Did he wear 74? <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. So. Sure. <laughs> Cool. I like that. That's good stuff. <laughs> um, is there any chance that this... You're really injury- fulfilling the prophecy where you said no one wants to hear these. You're really bringing that home. <laughs> is there any chance of uh, this little hip injury and maybe the injury at the end of last year getting JT for cheaper? No. No? No. Okay. Um, no. I, I hate... I hate using Hector Neris today. You know, you have, what, you have 11 games in eight days, and ah, we're using brutal. Yeah, I mean, Girardi, like, seriously, like, I feel like I've seen, I don't know if this is true or not, but I feel like I've seen a combination of Workman, Hunter, Neris. Um, I feel like I only uh, see Embry. the same guys. Yeah, every, every single night. Every, every single game. night. And like, I hate all of them. It's like, it's, it is a form of torture. Every night. He's, friggin Henry on my tv every night i'm like this effing guy and i know exactly what the hell he's gonna do every time i see him yeah yeah jack same guy 
<laughs> every night. Oh, man. Every night it's one of those guys. And my final thing. Connor Brockton, man, was hit ninety seven with the with the changeup. I I envision our next Matson. So, um, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I'm shocked Clintac didn't trade him away too. I, I well, dude, like Seepol could be up starting for this team if they didn't trade him. Uh-huh. I mean, in all seriousness, like he yeah, could be. Yeah, in all be. seriousness, I'd love to see Adam Ru- Addison Russ in this bullpen too. In all seriousness, like well, you know, Clintac sucks, man. That guy sucks. He sucks at his job. He sucks so hard. And we're the ones who have to freaking pay the damn it, man. Anyway, you got anything else? <laughs> uh, as always, there's some high, high hops. <laughs> high high hops, hops sounds is, like a very ridiculous name right now, doesn't it? <laughs> high hops is available to to uh, to uh, watch the remainder of these games of the seventh seed Philadelphia. You're gonna Phillies. need it. You're gonna need it. That's the official slogan of it, actually. High Hopes. <laughs> high, high Hops, the official beer of the High Hopes podcast. You're going to need it. I thought you were saying the official High Hops, the official beer of the seventh place Philadelphia Millions. Oh, dude. You know what I can't wait for? The the, the, the postseason press conference where McPhail says this is the quickest turnaround oh, in Major oh, League stop, Baseball no, history. Stop. Stop. Ah. Oh, God. I hate those guys, Jack. I hate them. (laughs) I think this is my favorite podcast episode by you. I think this is. I think this is your best performance. Yeah, you think so? It's my best work. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy I can make it. At least I made someone happy tonight, Jack. Ah, you just laughed to stop yourself from crying. (laughs) That's exactly where I'm at, man. All right, you got anything else? No, sorry. The 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 take mail bag is is done on Connor Brogdon. I think it was uh, a good decision to end it. <laughs> uh, all right. In all seriousness, um, I I will say that I love the Hopes listeners. Yeah, and, let's get serious. And I appreciate them, and I I appreciate them being here with us through this when Matt Clentac and the people in charge. Don't make it easy. So thank you for that. You know, I feel like, you know, I don't, I don't often make fun of your age, but um, <laughs> I just can't envision. Done yet? Is this done yet? I can't you just envision James like sitting on a porch in a rocking chair, like doing Glentac, <laughs> Glentac again. Damn it. Ah, oh, fun times. <laughs> He's Fritz, I'm Seltzer. We'll see you later.